Coming up, we have our first installment of Beyond the Parks. This week, we talk about Disney's Alani. And we have a contest where you have a chance to win a six-day, five-night stay at Disney's Alani. All that coming up on this edition of The Diz Unplugged. This is The Diz Unplugged, episode 629 for the week of July 16th, 2013. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney, and Alani Vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Well, welcome everybody. Uh, this is The Diz Unplugged, and we're coming to you from the Bob Varley studio here in Orlando, Florida. I am your host, Dustin West, and I'm joined at the table this week by John Magi, Kevin Close, there he is, Sean Thompson, What's that nice? <laughs> Corey Martin, and back in the production nook, we have our associate producer, Craig Williams. Again, I am Dustin West. I am filling in as host this week for Pete Werner, who is away for personal reasons. And like I said in the previous show, of course, we were really missing him uh, on this episode with uh, Beyond the Parks on all three of these uh, episodes. Um, you know, he was a huge part of yeah, that trip. This is tough because we did everything all together. Yeah. So it's like we're talking about this stuff, but yeah, one person's not here. here. Um, so, yeah, we certainly wish he was here. Um, but we have some cool stuff to uh, talk about with Alani, including a, what was it, uh, five, uh, six-day, five-night stay at Disney's Alani that some point during the show we are going to reveal our contest and how you can uh, have a chance to win that. Um, but first, I just thought we could maybe go around and have an open discussion for people that, that don't know that are Disney fans um, that don't know that much about Alani, uh, what would you guys say is the best way to describe Al- Alani to someone who's never been, in particular, Disney fans? It's a hotel in Hawaii. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> would wow. you like to leave now? Yes. You're done. <laughs> you're, done. you're done. You're done here. Um, in my personal opinion, it's the most beautiful Disney resort that's currently out there. I think mm-hmm. it's far and above any other resort made. Um, it's different because it's not overtly disney it's mm-hmm. not over the top disney and i just think it's a great great resort if you're looking to do a trip to hawaii you know the best way to go is to go with a name you love and trust you know disney's going to do it yeah. right i was being i was joking before but uh, uh we went to vero beach and while it's not the same it right. reminds me of vero beach it is a it it's not overtly disney but there's Disney touches everywhere. Right. I love that it's not you're not hit over the head with Disney, but you find those Disney touches everywhere. It feels like a very exclusive resort. Like you are so far away from well, you are. <laughs> you're so far away from everything else and it, it kinda has that exclusive resort feel to it where you can really just relax. The way I kept seeing it was it was almost as if it was a uh, deluxe resort here on property, but just on steroids. Like, it was unbelievable to me, the way it was done. Well, first but, of all, the, the buildings themselves are massive. Oh, it's huge. But the way it's laid out with the pool. Absolutely. Yeah. Kind of reminds me, in that, in that sense, it kind of reminds me of uh, the Wilderness Lodge. I felt uh, like where, it was a, a good combination of the Wilderness Lodge, kind of the layout of, like, Animal Kingdom Lodge, but then also, like, kind of Polynesian touches. At yeah. some point, so, did you find yourself, like, looking for the monorail? 
saying like <laughs> the monorail should be going through this resort. It felt yeah, it, does. it feels it like does. It feels huge, and I mean the same kind of things that you expect from a Disney Deluxe Resort. Yeah, that was one of the things that actually it's one of the negatives I found it. It is huge. Mm. I thought it lost a little bit of it, its intimacy. That things were across town it seemed like things were on the other side of the resort it's a big place it's bigger than other disney resorts yeah see i never got that impression at all i found myself trying to go as far away and escape like it just felt so claustrophobic but not in a bad way like it was absolutely beautiful but you're in hawaii you want to see everything else too and you know we'll talk about that but i mean the resort is Second to none, the best Disney resort I've ever stayed at. I've been to Hilton Head. I've been to um, the one that you just said, Vera Beach. Beach. Yeah, I've been there, and I've been to pretty much all of them. On and, and those Disney two, properties. and those two resorts specifically, are, uh, Alani's following that same model in a way. Vera Beach and Hilton Head, the the resort away from Disney property, but in an exotic location. The other thing I would say is we were there. Fairly soon after the resort opened. Mm-hmm. So we might have a difference of opinion there. Yeah. That well, could I'm make interested. a difference. I apologize for interrupting. I'm interested to hear what these guys have to say now that the resort has been open. And some of the things that we found the resort lacking, mm. find out how that stuff has improved. And, and likewise, I was there right at opening week. Right. And yeah. to see what has changed from that point to, to now. Okay. So I, I thought the uh, first thing... Uh, before we before we go on any further, I think maybe we should uh, introduce our contest. And uh, like I said, we are giving away a chance to win a uh, a six day wait, yeah, six day five night stay at Disney's Alani, and that does include um, ground transfers to and from the airport. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. Correct. That is uh, sponsored by Dreams Unlimited Travel. We're giving away a stay at Disney's Alani Resort and Spa. Uh, one of the things that you'll get is you'll get ground transfers from uh, Honolulu International Airport to Alani and back. Um, if you choose to rent a car, we'll work something out with you as far as offsetting the price of the car. Does that include your airfare or any food or meals or anything like that? Well, Sean, why don't you set this up? You've kind of got the... Uh internal workings of it all right yeah Yeah. so uh what we're going to do is it's a contest so we have a a phrase that we're going to show um on the screen for the video of uh, edition but we're also going to read it out loud um for anybody listening to the audio show so basically what you need to do is you need to take the phrase there's three separate words unscramble each word and then there's just a form on our site at disunplug.com slash contest um and then just enter the phrase unscrambled and your information your name and your email address and then you'll be entered to win so it's open for the next week um, so you have until then to do it. Um, so I'll just go ahead and read the phrase. Now I'm going to read it scrambled. So eat, I'm going to read each word separate. Get your pen and paper. Exactly. If you're listening, yes. Well, will the scrambled words also be on the website? Yes, this slide will be up there. Okay, but perfect. I do want to read it for the audio show. Okay. Um, so word one is N-A-H-O-A. The second word is S-M-E-N-A. And the third word, third word is L-Y-A-F-I-M. And again, you can find this on the disunplug.com and disunplug.com slash contest. It's where you can unscramble these words, fill them in, and put in your information, and you'll be entered for a chance to win a six-day, five-night stay. I do just want to say that the phrase is related to something Hawaiian or Alani or Disney just in general. I mean, it's not too hard. You'll probably figure it out. (laughs) And what we'll be doing is, uh, is taking all of the right answers and choosing a person at random. Exactly. Correct. Correct. When, will we, well, when will we announce the winner? 
I believe we're going to save the uh, announcement until our August 6th show. Okay. And we're going to do, since we have three of these contests, one for each of the Beyond the Parks um, episodes, we're going to save all three of those and then announce them all together on the 6th. Excellent. That's a big day. It is a big yep. day. Cool beans. Cool. We have some terms and conditions of the contest, who's eligible, who's not, what exactly is included, and that'll be linked from the contest page as well. Sorry, Martin family. I can't participate. Employees, agents, affiliates, people who know us are not eligible. People have seen our face. Exactly. (laughs) If you can hear my voice, that's not true. Very good. Well, thank you for uh, getting that all sorted out. Very excited about that. Now we're going to talk about Alani. Oh, what's going on over here? Oh, no, I'm just, I have the... uh the database open, so I'm seeing the responses come in. Oh, so, people are cool. answering already. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Calm down, people. <laughs> wow. Enjoy the show. It'll be up there for a while. So, overachievers. Um, just want to <laughs> overachieve. <laughs> just want to mention, kind of, uh, for those of you who don't know that weren't following along with our live shows uh, uh, while we were on the road, we did uh, Beyond the Parks. This was. Uh, three different locations. Our first stop was Disney's Alani, and then we uh, made our way to the Disney Wonder, uh, going to, on the Alaskan cruise, and then ended up on the Backstage Magic ABD. So we have three shows. Uh, we're talking about this, but of course, this is our Alani show. And on that trip was uh, Pete, myself, uh, Sean, and Craig, and uh, we got to spend quite a lot of time at Alani. Um, and most of it, most of it was uh, was work, but there was a lot of pleasure there as well. Absolutely. But I mean, we when we first got there, it was just uh, hit the ground running, um, scoping out places to shoot, figuring out where we were going to do that live show. Because yeah, we got there Monday night, yeah. and then the live show was the next day at I think it was three o'clock our time. So we had to work. Talk about quick. jet lag. Oh yeah, sure. there's no let's, time. Let's talk a little bit about that first experience because I don't know what you guys. After traveling for so long and after flying for so long, you almost can't appreciate this resort. You're so tired and you just want to sort of crash for a little bit. We walked in and they're trying to tell you about the artwork (laughs) and the history. And you're just like, give me a room now. I felt that way up until I got off the airplane. And then the second we were in the airport, I was so excited. Oh, yeah. Because the airport's so pretty. It's like retro, but it's like open air in some parts. And I, I just loved it. And it just looks like Hawaii. It smells like Hawaii. The smell was very distinctive to me. Was it? Yeah. It what smelled it fresh smell? and floral. It's all the orchids. Because yeah. I think I was sitting near the bathroom or something. <laughs> That's what I in the airport, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I just, I loved it. I was so excited. So once I got into the airport, I was just excited. It is it, it is an exciting thing, especially after however long our flight was oh, yeah. coming out of, well, you guys had a different flight, but we were flying out of Atlanta and that was just, that was a crazy long flight. But yeah, you're right. Once you Once you get... Once you land and you're in Hawaii, the excitement is really going. But I understand what you're saying, too, John, is like you're just tired. Yeah, yeah well, we're older. so. <laughs> well, Sean and I also had the benefit of flying from Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. So we had to, a shorter flight. Yeah, so we had a shorter flight. And as soon as we sat down on our Salt Lake plane, they were giving out Mai Tais and you know, all the fruity <laughs> crazy, island yeah. drinks, trying to really get you in the spirit, even though it's still going to be another six hours on a plane. But, I mean, that whole plane ride going from that way it started the trip out right for us for me at least that's because you had eight mai tais <laughs> they had like no alcohol in them they were well until the lady got to know us and then she was making them good for us <laughs> <laughs> but anyway yeah, it okay. Was, yeah. <laughs> okay so i think we should uh maybe kind of start 
talking about like the check-in process, the lobby, that whole area. Well, um, do we want to show your video first? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we do have a, a, an overview video. In fact, we have a lot of videos that are going up this week on YouTube. So, again, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. The username is WDWinfo, and you'll find that all over, uh, all over WDWinfo.com uh, where you can subscribe to that. But this is one of our uh, Alani overview videos uh, that we're going to play for you before we start talking. So here we go. All right, well, that was a little uh, overview there, uh, all different kind of stuff um, that Alani has to offer throughout the day. Um, but like I was uh, saying, I think we want to we wanna start kind of with where you come in, and that's the lobby, which is just packed full of details yeah. in its own right. Well, even before you get in the lobby, there's like pineapple water with like lemon and oranges outside. And, and they'll greet you. you with, and with the oh, it was fantastic, yeah. So yeah. all the guys got like... Um, these, what kind of nuts are they called again? Uh, they're the kukui. Kukui, kukui nuts. nuts. Yeah, and they're, they have a really high fat content, so don't eat them, they said. We heard that multiple times on the trip. Well, <laughs> the kukui nut is the state nut of Hawaii. It's also referred to as the candle nut because it's got an oil inside of it that they can light on fire and make the torches that you also see Which, around the entire resort. Yeah, they're all over the resort, and they light them. They're not real ones, but they made, like, fake ones. Yeah. One of the things about Alani that they explained to us, we went on a a tour of pre-construction or during construction before it was open. And they explained to us that uh, the lobby is not a typical resort lobby. You don't walk in and you're not hit with check-in desks. Right. They want you to come in and see the Grand Hall. They want you to experience the art. And also, because it's open from front to back, you get the feeling that the outside's in and the inside's out. And then check-in is off to the side. And that's all done on purpose because they want to greet you first and then get you over and start the check-in yeah. process. Yeah. As you walk in, the first thing you see is the pool area and the ocean straight through. And like you said, it is open air, quote-unquote, because mm-hmm. all the windows that would close in the lobby, they're able to uh, – they're able to open those up. I, I don't. I never saw them close. No, them. I, I asked them if they ever closed them, and they said sometimes, like I think she said, like a handful of times because of weather. But all night long, they're open. Right. It's so nice. It, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. You're, there are details that you don't really see, you know, right away. But you know, I did the little the walking tour where you just walk around and they kind of explain different areas to you. And uh, one thing with the lobby, you walk in and it's divided. Hawaiians believe that. Um, everything needs a male and female energy to maintain balance. So right. one side of the lobby is, represents the male side with the, the rocks and the rock, uh, running water, and the other side is female, and the water is very tranquil. And so er- the entire resort is divided like that. And everything reflects, la- reflects that, even like the yeah. artwork and the murals. Yeah. Everything has a, a purpose in this resort. Right. One of the coolest things I thought were these uh, windows that were at the ends of the sides of the lobby. One was facing the ocean. And you could see that in the stained glass, it was kind of blue tinted and the design in the actual glass was kind of curvy with waves. Right. And then the side that faced the mountains, it was kind of like a brown tint and uh, everything was kind of more harsh. So there were like triangles and hard lines. Um, so like, it was just these details were just so amazing yeah. to look at. And I mean, things that you wouldn't even notice at first, but then once you actually paid attention and which is cool, because that's what we see here in our resorts. Sometimes. Did you see the compass rows too on the floor oh, yeah. and each... Each side of that represents, um, you know, there's one side that uh, you point to the water and the other side pointing to the land and then the male and female with um, 
I don't know what's in there yet, but the I know different each, rocks. Yeah, the different yeah, rocks yeah. that represent. And in the center was the Eva bird, right? Which is what the original Hawaiian people found used to find the islands, because it was like right. a compass, because the bird was flying to land. What was really cool was we were there the day they were installing that, so we got to oh, watch, wow. stand yeah. all around it, and watch them put that in. Oh wow! And they ran the little light show and stuff that right. They goes with it, it wasn't. There's a, you know, similar to leaving Epcot, there's lights in the floor. So they ran what they had for us. It was very neat to see them wow. installing it. We talked about this before the show started. Um, all local artisans are used, and it's very, very predominant in the lobby. When you first walk into that entryway, there's that giant mural that goes around, mm-hmm. right. and that tells the 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 Hawaiian version of the creation. And that's what that represents and how the Hawaiian people came to be. Yeah, and there's even that has two halves to it. There's like this Hawaiian story in the front half when you first walk in, but then on the side facing the water, um, it's like Hawaii today and all like it shows the beach. Right. And there's like, a right. pre-contact side and then an right. after-contact yeah. side. After contact. Yeah, because you guys got to take the lobby tour as well. Got mm-hmm. to see all that, that cool stuff. And uh, yeah. we're gonna have a- I would definitely suggest doing that. If you're, if you're going there... You know, don't just take it upon yourself to figure it out. Let them explain it to you because there's a lot that um, you wouldn't see or notice if they didn't. I, I know I would. No, and there's yeah. so many people willing to help you and yeah. answer your questions. And I mean, even it's not you don't even need to set up like a time to do the tour. I mean, there was just kind of like a greeter in the lobby, right? And she was there to answer and tell stories and stuff like that. Did they explain yeah. to you the wall behind the check-in with all the pictures? Mm, I didn't hear that. All local children uh, were asked to send in pictures. And they used it. There are pictures up there, but they use them in a color scheme to sort of be like a rainbow. Yeah. And that's yeah. how they were rearranged. It's beautiful. It's all children's pictures from the Did island. you go out any day in Hawaii where you didn't see a rainbow? Uh, they were out all the time. There were so rainbows seemed, everywhere, yeah. yeah. Double and triple rainbows. <laughs> triple. Double <laughs> rainbow. Oh, do we? Well, <laughs> one thing to mention, too, is Sean already talked about everyone's willing to help you out. Um, one of the... Uh, cast members that we actually talked to was Hilani. She is a cultural representative. And Mm -hmm. I mean, she knew everything about this lobby. Like she was the one who built it and designed it. Like, and they, there's more than one, there's more than just her, Mm -hmm. but everyone knows it. Like they actually take pride in it, which is something that's amazing. Like everyone loves that resort that works there. It's a part of them. And so if you want to learn something about it, just, Stop and actually talk to them about Did you guys get any of the history of the resort? Did they tell you about the building of the resort when you went? Not, not necessarily the not uh, construction, no. There's uh, a great deal of, when it, they just even started with the land, they brought in a great deal of local people. And there were local, for about lack of a better word, shaman. Hmm. And so from the ground up, this is a Hawaiian project. So that it wasn't just, you know, Disney coming in and putting up a resort. Yeah. They wanted to tie in from the Hawaiian people. And that's influenced in the cast as well. The cast, if they're not Hawaiian, they're given that training yeah. to sort of respect right. what the, the well, architecture means. Going off on that, too, um, the one thing people like to call it Disney's Alani Resort it's they are very adamant about it. It's Alani, a Disney resort and spa, mm-hmm. because before anything, it's Alani. Correct. It's right. not Disney. And that's another thing uh, going off of that is everyone we asked outside of Alani, so like different people in Hawaii or just like people that we saw, whenever we mentioned Alani, they, they had ever, the same thing to say that it was done so well. 
right. to Hawaiian culture and everything. It wasn't like a cartoonish representation. It was actually right. perfect. Um, and it was respectful and just very accurate. Yeah. We had gotten the story of the land itself and the man who owns, um, the man who originally started Koalina. Alani right. sits behind, is in a gated community, excuse me, <clears throat> called Koalina. And Koalina has developed, there's golf courses, there's other resorts. Private homes. Private homes, golf homes, restaurants. And this piece of property sat vacant for a long time. And the gentleman who owned the land held it, hoping Disney would build a resort there. We reserved this piece of property because of the cove and the way it's yeah. situated. It's but dead he held center it for a long crescent. Right. It's, oh, he held yeah. it for quite a long time until Disney finally agreed to build a resort. Yeah. Wow. He was really holding out hope then. <laughs> it worked. Is there anything else you guys want to mention about the lobby other than there's like a million things in there that you can yeah, there's just so get many details. lost? One thing there. you'll probably notice in the lobby that I noticed were the light fixtures. There were all these gourds. Mm, um, yes. And they're everywhere. So they were on like little poles. Um, and basically there were these gourds that were used to hold things and they would hang them up high to keep them out of other people, other things reach. So like if there were bugs or something or whatever, right. um, but they'd hold water and a food and everything. And one of the cool things is there's actually a little show that they do where like they, it's as if a gecko or a lizard had gotten into one of these gourds. And so you can just see him hanging out, but then every once in a while they'll do this show where he like dances around. Which is like cool screen, screened in patio. Backyard. Yeah. We have plenty of those here. Yeah. So it's just a million of those cool little details. I'm sure yeah. they excite someone else. <laughs> to us, it's don't let the dog eat it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but in the lobby, there is a uh, general store, very typical to Disney Vacation Club DVC properties, Mm -hmm. where you can get not only souvenirs, but you can get actual items to cook in your room, eat in your room. There's... uh, uh, do you want to go ahead and describe what's in there? Yeah, so actually, since you guys have been there, there's another shop. So there's now two stores. Oh, wow. Um, very close to each other. The first one is, like you said, it's kind of... Um, Alani merchandise, so they have like toys and stuff in there, right. but also sundries, so like milk and groceries and stuff like that. Spam. Um, yeah, they do have a lot. Did of they stuff. have spam? Yep. Oh, yeah. And spam. And this really fancy Hawaiian water that I wanted, but <laughs> I ended up not getting it. Um, but the second store is actually across the street, and it's where the old rental car office used it's to be. It's not across the street. Oh, I'm sorry, across the hallway. Yeah. Um, where the old rental car office oh, was. Oh, wow. That okay. was a pretty big space. That it's was huge. A big space. Yeah. 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 So I'm pulling up pictures now, but it's themed after a. Uh, after a birdhouse, so it's called. The, I forget the name of the store, but it's it's the Hawaiian word for birdhouse, and it's got these beautiful like birds hanging from the ceiling, and I really like the merchandise here in, in here a lot better. It's kind of more upscale. So this is where they had the Dooney and Burks. Right. Um, they mm-hmm. had really cool T-shirts, keychains, like more unique one. stuff. Yeah, this is where they, they had that shirt. Um, <laughs> I went to Alani, and all I got was this shirt. <laughs> but um, yes, yeah, so they had hats and keychains and all this cool stuff. They had DVC specific merchandise there too. Um, but that was a newer store. And that I figured, is new. That wasn't there when we were there. That's no, pretty that was, cool. No, that was yeah. my favorite shop. That was great. Yeah. And they had a lot of local stuff, too. Mm-hmm. A lot, you know, a lot of local art. Um, yeah, even, in the store. You know, I, I, got, I was really into the, the fish hooks ever since, you know, leaving Olani, I left, uh, or Hawaii, I left such a, with a, you know, a passion for uh, the Hawaiian culture. It was, I just, I love it. It was incredible. I tried to absorb as much as I could yeah, when yeah. I was there. I was I was blown away by how welcoming everybody was. Um, yeah. Not just the people that worked at Alani, which were great, but just everybody that we came across. I think my favorite story, just to talk about how nice the locals were, we were walking across the bridge um, whenever we went 
off property and we're walking around and a girl was just standing on the side of the bridge intending to jump off of it and Pete just asked her if she would jump so she was like okay and she just jumped off the bridge. Mind you, it was only well, like 10 okay. feet off the ground. <laughs> it's not... I was just going to say, that Your needs more telling. details. Yeah. Craig, <laughs> this isn't the feel-good story you think it is. It, they, were, they were doing it on purpose. They were in bathing suits. There was like a water hole kind of thing. So oh. it's not like a... <laughs> she wasn't... They're so the nice. You tell them to jump off of a bridge, and they do. They did. <laughs> Very nice. So yeah, if no, your they... friends jumped off a bridge, would you? Sure. Yeah. No, no they weren't like high school kids, you know, yeah, they were, they... but they were very friendly. They weren't the punks you usually run across, yeah. you know, around here so and like they knew we were tourists we're just walking yeah, around yeah. you know we're not tan at all even though we live in florida but <laughs> it's like they were just doing it for fun and they played along with it too it was one of the most memorable things for me yeah. at least absolutely absolutely love the hawaiian culture and you're gonna find it you're gonna find it everywhere in alani but especially like we were talking about in the lobby and in those shops um after after of course before you, we go on okay. i want to say something sure. about that i had a negative experience with that i found now again we saw alani a year before you guys a year and a half before you guys did i went to the spa and i found maybe it was because the cast members were so new and had been so trained but i found that i couldn't get a direct answer unless i spoke it in hawaiian Oh, I, I went to the uh, I've told this story before I went to the spa and they had a special where you could get the steam room the sauna and the whirlpool for a certain number of dollars and I said to the lady I would like this special and she said do you mean the wakapaka hoo hoo and I said oh. is that well this went on a couple of times yeah. I said I really don't know what it's called but it's just the three I don't want a treatment I don't want to be massaged I don't want a haircut yeah. I just want so, oh, then you want the haka maka maka. And I finally said to her, listen, whatever you decide, and I mean, this went on for several minutes to the point where it was kind of annoying. Yeah. And I would say to her, is that the sauna, spa, and steam room, the sauna, whirlpool, and steam room? Because that's all I want. So I finally just said to her, listen, that's what I want. Write down whatever you think it should be called. And she said, well, we're supposed to talk, we're supposed to use the real Hawaiian words. I understand. But you should have said to me, sir, that's called the... Right. So it was, they, it was almost like they had been told, don't speak, the, don't use the English words. You have to say the words in the Hawaiian culture. And not everybody's in tune with that. Right. That's, we we yeah. actually found it to be too intense. The, right. their, their focus on the culture and the language was so intense. And then when we went out of the resort, regular Hawaiian people don't well, talk it's not like even, that. Yeah. I got to tell you, that's changed... Almost 100%. Like, yeah. I, I felt like it was there when we asked about it, and especially in the Olelo mm-hmm. room, which we'll probably talk about, the coffee yeah. bar. Um, because that's a specific bar uh, kind of dedicated to the Hawaiian right. language. Right. And, that's but, the one where the words around the tables exactly. and everything's labeled. Yeah. I understood that. And you know something? I agree 100% with you. This was, it was pushed so far over the top yeah, that I mean, you couldn't get a straight answer. Well, I'm glad it changed. Oh, we yeah, never experienced it. There's a balance, it sounds oh, like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, so uh, moving right along to the to the rooms, mm-hmm. uh, we just want to talk about the rooms briefly. Um, you know, do you have any uh, photos, maybe, of a room? Yeah, I, I do actually. These are Corey's photos from uh, yeah when he was there. But this is one ours, of the... were, ours were very similar. We had uh, two two beds, obviously, um, yeah. but we had a, a room facing the mountains. Um, right. So it was in the in the front of the resort. Um, when you come in, but kind of in the back, it wasn't facing the ocean like your room was. Yeah. Um, but I, I loved it. I, we had a nice balcony. Um, we could see the mountains. Um, we were kind of on top of the parking garage. 
Yeah. Um, but I mean, it was perfect for what we needed it for. We've spent very little time on the balcony anyway, but I mean, there are very few rooms at this resort that have bad views because either you're facing the ocean or you're facing the mountains. There are a couple and that of was so- beautiful. Yeah. 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 Beautiful views both times. I will say this. I can't tell you specifically what they are. I don't remember. But there are ones on the side of the building. We were kind of overlooking services. Those uh, are the only rooms. And there's very, very few of those. So, you know, I don't want people to freak out and start going, I don't want room number such and such. They're very, very few. For us, we were, like Sean just said, we were looking at the parking garage right below us. Uh, the first thing I'd say about that, it wasn't disruptive at all. Mm-hmm. Um, when you sat out there, cars obviously were coming and going. I never heard it once, never <coughs> bothered me. And we actually, even though you're looking at the mountain, with at least how our rooms were angled, we could still see out into like another bay that was oh, okay. probably a mile down the road. So we still had an awesome view. Yeah. I sat out there as much as I could. And and if you're and if you're on one of those top floors, I mean, these right. these buildings are huge. They're massive they are. and you're going to you're going to get a really good view. I, we like I said, I had a uh, had an ocean view room which included a view of like the pool area before you get out to the lagoon and that was just absolutely beautiful and those and, and like you were saying Craig, the the sound the soundproofing on those doors. Oh, the doors were unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. No, fantastic. But there's some really, you know, some. Uh, the, I don't know if that the rooms are really overly themed like the lobby is. Well, there there's a lot of theming in the room. If you go back, I don't have them off the top of my head, but you know, like the, the patterns in there that um, it's kind of like kappa, that mm-hmm. that that sort of um, whether the embossed patterns and stuff like that. The the headboard is is to like reflect like an outrigger canoe shape mm-hmm. um, sort of thing. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of little details in there and even that the artwork up there on the wall, that's a, that's a local artist. Right. The uh, piece on the bottom of the bed, that's very Hawaiian. That's something that's uh, a Hawaiian culture where they do a lot of the um, quilting work, hand quilting yeah. work. I think the rooms are beautiful. They're not over the top. Right. You're not, you don't have Hawaiian borders and wallpaper right. and no. stuff. And it's you'll still subtle. find like hidden Mickeys. Like, right. I don't know if you can see yeah. the picture now, but on that quilt Don was just talking about, you can see a hidden Mickey. Um, but just very subtle. Even every, every, like the carpet is even really subtle. Very yeah. comfortable rooms though. They that are. quilting is a, well, not that specific quilt, the Alani one with the hidden Mickeys in it. That type of quilting is available as a souvenir in almost every tourist place you go we brought some home some stuff did anybody else get confused in the hallways they were it's easy to get turned around yeah, yeah it is this is where it kind of was a little bit not themed well for me i felt the hallways are a little plain and a little sort of you know one monochromatic and yeah. felt almost like yeah. you're in a hospital there's some, i guess that's what i meant work. by it was kind of um as you got away from the lobby, it, it felt a little impersonal. Well, yeah, maybe in the hallways and stuff like that. But, I mean, obviously the pool area is... I right. I don't know if this is something they've maybe updated, but I, there was a lot of artwork in the, in the hallways now. See, that so. wasn't oh, no, there. That wasn't okay, there. It was a like mural and one cloth of the, yeah. Yeah. wallpaper. The only no, thing I thought was really cool, did you notice the air conditioning vents in the hallway? No. They're very graphic and very cool. They're, again, uh, based on a ancient Hawaiian design. So. Yeah. And, and there's yeah. some of that stuff everywhere. And that there's, level of detail is incredible. Yeah. There was one thing about the rooms that reminded me of the Disney Cruise Line. You get uh, every day, every morning, you get the, uh, the Daily Iwa mm-hmm. or Eva. I don't Eva. know how you um, it's say a it. V. Um, yeah. The Daily Eva. But they have a W in it. So yeah, it's, it's, it's those little yeah. things that I always mess up. 
So you, you get these things, and it's kind of like your your outline of the daily activities. Just it has the weather, it has the sunset, sunrise yeah. times. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. That was nice. Instead of you know trying to figure it out, there's a lot going on during the day at Alani itself, yeah. and. No, it's perfect because each day is different. Because yeah, one of the things I think people go into this thinking, what, what am I going to do? This isn't Disney. I don't have a theme park to go to. What am I going to do every day? There's a lot to do. There's a mm-hmm. lot to do at the resort. And we'll go into a lot of those details. But there's also a lot to do in the area. So if you're willing to rent a car and venture out, uh, this is a multi-day vacation. You know, I think people say, oh, I don't want to go and just go and lay on a beach every day. There's tons to do. Well, just in retrospect, we were there for seven days. We only went off property one day, and we still missed out on probably half the activities. There's yeah. just so yeah. much going on that there's not enough time to run around and do everything. You right. need a good, solid amount of time there to experience no. everything. Now, I know, John, You, I mean, uh, in the uh, new show, your rapid fire was uh, we're now doing to, uh, five nights for the price of four that's a current special that's happening at alani correct Um, yeah this is just out um i don't know maybe disney's listening to us knowing that this is going to be our alani show (laughs) right in the right in time for five nights for the price of four plus a hundred dollars off a resort vacation um basically to the end of 2013 at alani and we talked about this too dreams unlimited travel gives a gift for booking your hotel rooms obviously this is a Disney Vacation Club Resort. So a lot of the people who stay there stay on their DVC points. Yeah. But there are regular resort rooms available. You guys stayed in what would be considered a regular resort room. You didn't stay in a DVC room. We did have a chance to go inside one of the grand right. villas, one of those corner suites. Yeah. And those, that was massive. It was awesome. So if, you're, if you don't have DVC points and you want to stay there, this is an option for you to visit. An option for you to get a, a mm-hmm. room. Again, we think it's, you know, it's on the high side for sure. But this is a... High-end luxury resort. Right. This is and it's not in Hawaii. Hotel Six, right? So other hotels, while we feel there's less, they're less quali- there's less quality, are just as expensive, right? This is not a cheap vacation, no matter where you stay right. in Hawaii, for sure. Um, but yeah, you guys got to see the Grand Villa. You guys got to do a show from there. What'd you think? It was unbelievably huge. I had also seen some of the suites uh, that. You know they have at the Polynesian Resort, and it kind of reminded me of those one-level suites sure. that they have at the Polynesian. Um, I want to talk a little bit about that. We took a tour of of the Grand Villa as well. The difference between this Grand Villa and anywhere else, a DVC property anywhere else on Disney, is that you have the entire floor. You are taking up an entire back area of the resort, and all of them are on the two walls of the hotel that face out towards the ocean lagoon right. uh, which is very unusual so you get that entire balcony for it's just massive. your family and it's incredible um, again that sort of open air thing where you can walk from one end of the balcony to the other mm-hmm. is really cool the rooms are huge yeah you get a kitchen you get a giant dining room area so these are great great resorts great rooms and if you're dvc and you're planning a family uh, reunion this is awesome for that because everybody can stay, but everybody can have their own room, have their own space. I think it's incredible. It's bigger than most people's apartment. Oh, it so absolutely was yeah. bigger than my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> I think I said that on the show. Yeah. 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 Um, so, you know, uh, does anybody else have anything to add uh, with the rooms? Did you notice the TV? Well, I know when we were there, I don't know if what, what's changed since, but the TV I mean, our room is interactive. You can see all of your PhotoPass photos on the TV right there in the room, which I thought was neat. We there, didn't mess around with PhotoPass too much. We saw that it was there. Yeah. We didn't do much of the 
of photo was pass Stacy on the TV? No, I wish there was though. There was there was like an Alani channel though. That oh okay. <laughs> got to do the musties. You got to do the musties. musties. You got to live it up. The only thing I'd say about the rooms were first like the beds were extremely comfortable. Oh, the yeah, rooms yeah. were great. I could have slept there every single day and not got out of bed, and I would have been happy on my vacation. But I'm kind of a sloth. So that just happens. Um, and then for people who are addicted to TV like me, you get so many channels and it's all back. It's like not strange Hawaiian channels that no, you've I, never heard of. I woke up every it's morning to Roseanne channels. on the TV. Yeah. Yeah. Hawaiian you Roseanne. know you're still in the U.S., right? I know, but it feels like an entirely different place. It does feel country. like a different country. Right, yeah. right. It does. We found that even when we were just driving around yeah. and we thought, wow, it feels so American. <laughs> we thought, okay, wait, you are in America, dummy. <laughs> so. All right, so now I think I want to move on to the the spa and the kids club and then we'll go into the, the outdoor pool area and that kind of stuff. Um, I personally haven't been into the kids club. I know, Corey, you've been in there. Um, I went in there to take uh, video and photos, but it's really it's a really nice kids club. The there's one room where a lot of the stuff on the walls comes from the Adventures Club from uh, from Pleasure Island, which was a you know you just you can tell you, you walk into this. I don't know all the room uh, names. I might have them somewhere. On right. the, you're you're actually walking into like a house. There's multiple yeah. rooms. There's a kitchen. There's bathrooms. I mean, there's a living room. There's a back room, play area. It's unbelievable. This this kids Aunties, area. isn't it called? Aunties. Yeah. 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 The level of detail is incredible, and they tie in the Adventurers Club through a story. As with all things Disney, it's not just oh look, we had stuff left over from right. the Adventurers Club. There's a story involved in how that stuff got there. So the, the sad thing is, is they put that in a kids club where none of the kids are going to understand that. Meanwhile, I us, wanted to us stay Disney in this kids club. Are like, Looking in the window, where's, yeah. the, where's the thing? Yeah, Craig and I went in um, like 15 minutes, maybe 10 minutes before yeah. they opened one morning. Um, they let us in to come take pictures and stuff. Um, and I, I loved it. It was yeah. unbelievable. The interactive tables for the, the kids tables, the yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. awesome. There were just huge, like, comfy couches and stuff where they do story times. A huge fireplace with this. Did you see the ceiling where it feels like you're underwater? Oh yeah. It, and, awesome. and, and again, I keep making this Disney Cruise Line reference, it but it, it, like it reminded me of the kids club you would see on a Disney Cruise Line yeah. with all these separate rooms and tons and tons of activities. It's not the kids club you'll find at the Polynesian, right? Or any any other uh, the Wilderness Lodge. It's it's like being on a Disney cruise. One of yeah. the things we learned when we were there was that um, it was definitely a synergistic, synergistic yeah. relationship between Alani, Disney Cruise Line, and Adventures by Disney. They brought in executives from all of those depart, all of those divisions, and said, "Listen, we want to create all that in one spot." I think it to, really shows. Yeah. They because, took the best of the best. Right? Yeah, you really and, noticed that. And stuff. The, the the counselors there actually did study with Disney Cruise Line. Now, one of the things they told us when we were first there was that out in front of the hotel where you drive up, they were going to plant taro. And part of the kids' club activities was they were going to have the kids go out and farm the taro and make poi. (laughs) And we just stood there with our mouths open and we thought, well, doesn't that sound like fun? (laughs) It's a little Kathy Lee Gifford for me, but okay. (laughs) Serve it at Ama Ama later. Come and harvest the taro. I think they did away with the, you know, child farming. But that was originally part of one of the yeah, ideas. They do do field trips, and I think some of oh, them you cool. went to the pool, and they took them out in different activities and yeah, stuff. Yeah, this is for ages three to twelve, and it's included, okay. which is right. crazy. Right, that's a huge thing that you have to. There are certain activities that cost more. Sure, sure, right. but in, it's all included in the price yeah. of the general going to the kids club. And speaking of activities that cost more, next up is the Lani Vai Spy Spy Spa Lani Vai Spy. 
um, which we got a we got a little tour of the spa, and I mean this thing is just massive. Yeah, it was. We actually, I think, we showed up about thirty minutes before it opened, and we couldn't finish it all. We actually had to come back to finish some of the rooms. Yeah, we were in there for. I'd say 45 minutes, yeah. and we didn't cover everything. We came back for another half an hour on top of that, and just throwing it out there, there's going to be a YouTube video of the spa. It's part of the videos that we're releasing, yeah, the, the spa. I actually videos. visited the spa. I finally got my pass from the woman who made me say it in Hawaii. <laughs> uh-huh. um, one of the things that I found uh, surprising about it is how light it was inside the spa. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, for instance, if you went on the Disney Cruise Line on the Magic and the Wonder, the the rainforest room is very dark. Right. Mm-hmm. On the new ships, they've put glass walls in and pushed it right out to the edge of the ship. So the rainforest room is very light and sunny. That's what this is, too. While it's frosted glass to the outside, there's natural light, even into the steam room, which was really quite nice. I mean, there's a uh, frosted glass window between you and the outside, but it's very light and very um, appealing in there. Right. I, w- it, I was jealous because the women's side had a lavender uh, uh, eucalyptus steam room, oh. but the guys only had one, and it wasn't scented. Well, no, it was when I was there, yeah, but because no. the man came in, and um, every once in a while, a man would come in, and they would bring you glasses or little cups of... Uh, cucumber water and he would put things on the benches oh really yeah no i asked her and i said because the the women's side actually had two separate ones a plain one and then a whole one dedicated to just eucalyptus like you open the door and your sinuses was were cleared (laughs) right no that wasn't Um, the way it was when i went in the other one they also have a a, like a teen slash kids area in the spa yeah that's called painted sky and here we go again with the disney cruise line reference but yeah it's, it's located right next door to it um we popped in it was uh there was nobody in there but there's a lot of same thing as stuff for same thing as before. Girls can do makeup there, and there's yeah. computers yep. and stuff. The, the spa is twenty three thousand square feet. It's huge. That's massive. Yeah. And you Including know, I'm not outside a, I'm not a spa person, but one thing I liked was the the outside area, which is the common area that you know it's anybody can really go. That's um, that has a treatment or whatever. Uh, we were there early enough where the the landscaping hadn't really grown in yet, so there are balconies right above that can look down okay. and see it's not like you're just um, you're laying out nude or anything I've but seen still pictures i've seen recent pictures and the trellises are now completely it's starting to grow in. the other thing i can tell you is you're right it is enormous and at least in the men's side i was i was there two two and a half hours and i except for the man who kept coming in and offering me water I was the only person ever in that men's area. I, Kevin came back and said, because I'm trying to relax, and every five minutes, a man's in there offering me cucumber water. <laughs> Finally, I had to yell at him. I don't want any cucumber water. Now, Mahalo. <laughs> <laughs> now, the other thing was, you sit there, and you know how in the steam room and the sauna, they have those, you're only supposed to be in here 15 minutes, and yeah. here's an emergency ripcord. And usually, there's other people around, and you think, if I pass out, there's going to be someone who at least roll me out mm-hmm. of the sauna. And I was literally the only person in there i went back to the room and i said to john i think i'm lonely it was it was a little eerie there was no one else around except the man with cucumber water who was in literally every five minutes so my board what weekend we were there on a holiday weekend yeah memorial day yeah so we we had pretty good crowds i don't think that would have been the uh, although we did notice a huge change from the beginning of our our trip until we got to the weekend like we i was very comfortable like the crowds were very light in the beginning and then once that weekend hit it was crazy this is a resort for locals right i was just gonna say 
for a weekend. Quite a bit. Right. And one of the things that Disney does, which is really great, is they almost always have a, a local rate. Okay. Hawaiians will get a special rate for staying there, so which I think is awesome for them to do. A yeah. okay. couple pieces of information about the spa I just want to give out. First of all, um, it's the only spa in a Disney resort that's not owned and operated by somebody else. This is a Disney-run spa. They built it from the ground up. They designed it from the ground up. So I think that's evident in all of those special touches that you see. And then that outside area was actually not part of the original design. No. We were there when they were. They said, we just figured out we need to have an outside area. So I think it's pretty cool that they sort of thought outside the box and did that. They've also done some other cool things. There's a place for, if you have a late flight... There's a place to change your clothes. There's okay. a place to store. That's your not part luggage. of the spa. That's no. Part I, of the well, after. you were talking about special touches that they have. They've they've thought about. Mm-hmm. They've gone further than they have in other um, resorts. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, then uh, next up we have uh, kind of the the outside area, the main area, in my opinion, of this resort is the just the massive. Uh, uh, outdoor pool area, lazy river area, and then all the uh, most of the restaurants are featured uh, somewhere ar- around the perimeter of that. Um, so I just want to talk to, uh, talk about that a little bit. First of all, I guess we can talk about the pool and the lazy river. It's honestly like a water park. Yeah, right. Yeah, the scale of it is huge. The lazy river it it goes the, the entire length of the or the entire section of the in between so the buildings kind of make a a, a v or a u yeah and so in between is where the pool area is and then in the kind of further is where the restaurants are but the lazy river just takes up that entire area it seems like it does yeah and just and there's lifeguards all over the place Everywhere. so that's that's good too but yeah and that flows right into the lazy river flows right into um a part of the pool which is a, a volcano water slide um kind of like at the polynesian and uh in that area before you go on that slide there's uh there's shops where you can uh you can buy uh pool gear you can get yeah it's um, a little hidden shop yeah um but there's also like little snack carts Mm -hmm. all throughout that area uh and i I haven't done the water slide yeah there's two of them there's the there's the there's one of the tube slide and also a body slide okay yeah i just did the um body slide I didn't worry about the tube one. Um, yeah, they're they're really fun. Um, I don't do slides often. I don't like going swimming at all. But so it was a little. Slap I was stepping out of water. Yes. I was stepping out of my comfort zone, but it was it was fun. Yeah. Um, I did get yelled at because I went face forward with a GoPro, but oh, man. It, it was good. Oh, he doesn't do slides. But he's he's going to jump in head first. Just yeah. slide right down. <laughs> it's for the video. In addition to the slides and the lazy river, there's also some quiet pools. Mm-hmm. So we want people to think that too. They don't want to just be in the mix of people being shot out. Craig being shot out face first at them <laughs> in the giant pool. There's a slot. Yeah, so, and the quiet pool is located over there on, that, on the side where the spa is. Because if you're if you're in the spa area in the outside, you can you'd be able to hear people outside of that pool. So I, I can see why they they put the quiet pool near the spa. And there's that really great um, kids play area, sort of the water. Yeah, I think it's called Minnehuni Bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those so Minnehuni are the little uh, I don't know creatures. Fic- I don't know, they're like little mythical gnomes or something, but they're kind of like Hawaiian culture and they hide them everywhere. So that was kind of like the Imagineer's touch, kind of like hidden Mickeys. There's some very secret places. And some of them are are good Minahunis and some of them are evil Minahunis. Yeah. 
but they're all pranksters, right? Right. Yeah. So they they play games. So the the concept of this kids play area is <clears throat> all these many huni are like everywhere, and they're they're shooting water at you, and it's kind of like a bridge where you can walk across and just get wet. But there's buckets that dump on you. Yeah, and it's like a splash zone. Splash zone. I thought it was awesome. I really. It's did. really cool. It's really yeah. great. So there are four jacuzzis too, which I like. I mean, they're all kind oh, yeah. of spread mm-hmm. out, and some of them are hidden. And but there's this infinity uh, jacuzzi, which is the the best thing ever i mean you're just sitting there and just looking straight over this edge and this beautiful beach past you yeah, yeah we had a rough experience in the i know jacuzzi. <laughs> let's not go into that right now people can listen to that show if they want to hear it. but yeah and also the other thing too is not only that one which is really popular but there's some that are hidden so you feel like you're kind of out of the way yeah. and secluded so that day we couldn't find one that was hidden enough right? yeah no they're all over the place and including the spa has some uh hot tubs as well no it's an absolutely beautiful uh pool area i think it's very lively if i mean it's just that's where all the action is taking place on yeah. the, in that particular area and if you don't want to go to the pool there's a the beach right there right beach is right there Which all the is restaurants unbelievably are, beautiful. unbelievable isn't it what's really great is they this area because of the way the bay is uh laid out you don't get the big waves so it's great for families it's great for little kids you don't have to worry about rough surf or someone being pulled under it's just it's a very incredible shot. And paddle boarding also that you know since there's not a lot of waves, we paddle boarded for the first time out there, and it was it was nice to do that on you know water like that. John and I did that too. And they have yeah. all the uh, beach rental equipment out there as well. You can get uh, like uh, we did the boats. canoes, we did the um, we snorkeled, <laughs> we did it all. We tried to do every single thing in that <laughs> lagoon. I think snorkeling though, you don't really see much. Yeah, we were looking at sand. If you want to snorkel and see stuff under the water, go to the Rainbow Reef. Yeah. Where they have is, that. It's cool set. that they have that there. It's kind of like similar to um, Typhoon Lagoon. They have the little shark, shark thing. Reef. I don't yeah. think there's sharks in this one, is there? No. Rainbow no, Reef? no. I think it's just a, fish. Just a bunch of fish. Some hidden hidden Mickeys, some hidden <coughs> Menahuni. But the water know? is freezing cold. Is that an additional I, It's an upcharge. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It is. Yeah. It does cost to do that. Do you, do you do the reef now? Rainbow Reef. I believe so. Interesting story. When we were there, it was not a charge. And what we heard was that Bob Iger went and visited the resort and said, why are you charging people extra to do this? Oh. This should be included. So it's interesting. To I'll confirm out. that, but I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure I saw Is it a charge? For, it might be a charge just to rent the equipment. It might be a rental. Okay. Right. Yeah. But there's no charge to actually do it. That's when we were there. That's the story mm-hmm. we heard. Yeah. Which is kind of like a catch-22. You can do it for free, but you have to rent the stuff. Right. Exactly. So also... As part of that uh, that beach area, of course, you you have the restaurants, but before you uh, go from the pool to the beach, right in the middle there, there's a walkway, and there's this uh, big fire pit kind of near that uh, hot tub you guys were talking about. Um, and every night, uh, they light up the fire pit, and you'll see people gathering around. This is, it's in your daily EVA. Um, it's different cultural storytellers will come out. Uh, at night and play the ukulele and tell stories and it, it's a great way to it's a great way to end your night it's it's beautiful yeah and the bonfire is huge yeah like it's this huge fire and so uncle uh Ke aloha who i i talked to on our live show actually from milani he was just one of the one of the guys that, that tells the stories but there are a few of them and they they get super into it so like the stories oh, yeah. are really interactive and it's fun was the makai preserve open when y'all were there the stingray encounter 
did not I see that. So. No, I didn't see that. Huh. Now, okay, so there was construction going on uh, yeah. on that side of the resort, um, which I, I don't know if we want to talk about this now, but it was, I had no idea it was even going on unless I looked for it. You didn't hear anything. It was just, I mean, they, they actually made mention of it when we checked in and they gave us a pin and actually kind of said, you know, we're doing construction. Sorry if you hear anything. This is kind of just our kind of guest recovery kind of thing, even though nothing had happened. Yeah. But then I had no idea that construction no, was going you, on. You'd forget it. The, yeah. only, the only place you see it from is the beach and you'd forget that it was happening. Exactly. Because uh, if, if, you couldn't hear it. I do want to mention, though, about the beach area that this beach you might think it's all for this resort. You yeah. do share it partially with the, the resort next to... Well, you share it with everyone. It's a public beach. Right, yeah. right. Um, Every beach in Hawaii is a public you, beach. No one can own it. And, and so, don't be surprised if you see a wedding happening every hour out on that beach. There's a chapel next door. <laughs> yeah, there is. And it was... They would... You know, the whole time we were there, somebody was in a wedding dress. Yeah. There was always somebody different. And it was like Publix, where people were taking a number. Next. Right. <laughs> next. <laughs> we had missed a turn and ended up in there. And they they had limos lined up. There was a wedding like every 20 minutes. It reminds me of forgetting Sarah Marshall. The line is like, oh, wedding in Hawaii. Real original, guys. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, so when you do leave the resort, you kind of go out through a little gate, and you're supposed to use your key card to get back in once you leave the beach to get back onto the steps. But it was never locked. It was yeah. just open. Well, so. we were never there like at the late I'm night. sure at like maybe 11 p.m. or something they, yeah. they lock it. But No, they were never locked all at right. all. I mean, I was out there at the Three crack of dawn the and yeah, all weird times and yeah. they never locked at once. All kinds of weird times. Yeah. <laughs> well, which goes to show you that Sean's a sucky roommate. <laughs> I was singing too much in the shower. <laughs> really was. Did anybody else have anything they want to add about the pool or beach area? No, it's the, um, it's the main attraction. Yeah, yeah. It's, it is. I just wanted to mention the, um, I don't know if anyone else walked back to see where they show the movie um, on like Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, but the screen is just absolutely huge. Like, okay. we see them at all the Disney resorts here, and, you know, they're a good size, but this screen is absolutely massive. The lawn to do it on is like probably half the size of a football field. Like it's it's awesome. Are I you talking over by the by the quiet pool that I, area where they do like the nighttime show? Honestly, I don't know because I didn't even know where the quiet pools were. Oh. They well, were that quiet. Well, there was a bar close to <laughs> it. That quiet. No. Okay. okay. No, I figured you might know that one. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which. Um, Actually, before we move on, oh, I just yeah. want to say that Rainbow Reef does cost. So okay. a one-day rental for an adult is 20 bucks. You can get one for the length of your stay um, for 40 bucks per adult. So it depends on how many times you're going to go. If you're going to go more than two or three times, you can get a, a rated. So it I says, don't know if they still do this or not, but they used to offer a package mm-hmm. where you could get the yeah. snorkel equipment. and the, yeah, This is it comes with the life vest, the mask, and snorkel set. So. But also you could get um, the sailboat or the yeah we did the length of stay for all the beach rentals and that's why we got to do so much because we knew we wanted to test everything out i don't know if they still do that but i would highly recommend just getting the length of stay on your first day there and they give you a, a wristband that you that they know okay well i want to move along to the uh, the restaurants um alani has four uh well, two restaurants, two bars, and then several different snack locations. Um, um, but they're all kind of in that outdoor pool, lazy river area. Uh, right off the lobby are two locations, um, the Olelo Room and Makahiki. Um, so maybe we can talk a little bit about Olelo Room first. Uh, that is what you were referring to earlier, yeah. the, the cultural bar there. So on the wall, they have um, these kind of shadow boxes set up with... Um, little kind of tchotchkes or knickknacks and then 
below is written that Hawaiian word for whatever's in that box. It um, reminded me of the scene from The Color Purple where she puts labels on everything. <laughs> it's flashcards That's exactly for adults. exactly what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I walked in, I said, oh, my God, this is The Color Purple. Um, <laughs> Good. We thought I don't <laughs> But um, it's really cool because everyone that works here speaks Hawaiian. Um, and so they can you can ask them questions about that kind of stuff. And um, this is also where they had the um, coffee refillable stations. Right. So there's mugs that we talked about in our last show. You get these refillable mugs. See, now when we went, it was in the store off right. of the lobby. Mm. So they oh, okay. moved yeah. them to this location, or are they in both locations? Soda's not here. I don't no. know where soda is. Soda's at the quick service location outside? There's, there's usually one at the pool bar, and when yeah. we went, there was yeah. one at the okay. store, the general store. Yeah, but, it's but not the, like the cruise line or the uh, refillable mug stations mm. or anything like that. Yeah, but all I did was get coffee, and so yeah. we would go to the Alela room, and it was a Kona blend, and it was fantastic. Yeah, it's really good. Um, yeah, but you can get breakfast here. Then it's a turns into a bar at nighttime, full bar. So right. this was a fun. This was a fun bar. You know, it's, yeah. it's a it's a language bar basically. Yeah. You know? and again, it's indoor outdoor. So they open up these doors, and there's kind of yeah. like an outdoor seating, and it gets really nice at nighttime. They have um, you know, a performers playing. kind of like two guys playing a guitar and singing. So yeah. and olelo is the Hawaiian word for language. Oh, I did not know that. That makes more sense. You do now. now. Mahalo. We were following you guys along, and there was tweets about how good the food was and how much you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. Completely different experience than what we had. We did not find the food good pretty much we anywhere. Found it very, very limited. There was a very limited menu when we were there. And the other thing I would say was there were not enough options. Besides limited it's menus, with, you know, within each uh, location, the menu was limited, but there weren't enough locations. Well, now they're part of that construction that uh, we were talking about earlier. They're, they're adding like a, a full-size quick service yeah, location. Instead of just those little snack bars that you go up to, this right. is, will be, you know. Did you eat in the Alayla room at all? Did you have any no. kind of food? Oh, oh, actually, yeah. One morning I went and got like a muffin or something yeah. for breakfast. Yeah. We had a barry snack afternoon thing, and it was very, very expensive. And was that, What was that? We had like chicken wings, and we had like three appetizers or four appetizers, and everybody had a soft drink. And it was $140. Oh, my God. It was very expensive. Yeah, no, the food we, wasn't very good. We basically did that at Off the Hook, which was the yeah. outside pool bar. Um, that's pretty much where we kind of got appetizers for lunch and stuff. Lunch. But they actually had kind of like a lunch menu too with burgers and fries. It was a good menu. Right? Very good food. I didn't think it was that overly priced. I mean, it was it's Hawaii, so. I thought the food was delicious. It was I'm, really good. I'm sorry that you guys had that experience, but I'm glad to hear that uh, it's it has. changed. Well, as you say, I think better. the good news is that we're hearing that it's improved. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's really mm-hmm. important. And if the, the prices are more in line with what you would expect at a Disney resort, that's fine. Exactly. Right. I mean, $140 for three people to have appetizers for lunch is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the they one? were even running lunch specials hmm. at Off the Hook. Hmm. So it was a limited menu. Hmm. It was maybe like five items, but you could... Um, it was, I think, like half off. So it wasn't a bad deal. Okay. And right next door to the Olela room, right off the lobby again, is Makahiki. That's where they have their character breakfast, um, which was an amazing. It, it's like oh. everything you expect on a, a, a breakfast buffet, but then add some of those classic wines. Do you have the price for the buffet? I don't with me, but I can get it. Um, One of the things I want to add, too, about the buffet, when we went, I assume it's the same. This is part of what Disney does is they are um, – gearing towards the Japanese tourists. They understand that they're going to get a lot of people from Japan because of the flights are easier and people go, Japanese people do go to Hawaii. So we found that on a lot of the menu, and especially in this buffet, there are items that were so specifically Japanese for breakfast, they were off-putting, like fish and things like that. And it was just a little odd for us. But 
That was, you, but you, you see a lot of that even in the signage around the resort. You'll see um, English, y- yeah. Yeah, English version and then the Japanese version on everything. Yeah. The other thing about this was we went there one morning to try and get in, and the restaurant was absolutely empty. Hmm. Not a soul I, in there. And they wouldn't let us in because we didn't have a reservation. I can say it was the exact opposite for us. It was loud and not empty. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. And the, the lady, it's very similar to Ohana in a way, just because it's a character breakfast, but then there's also like live entertainment. So there was this woman singing and playing a ukulele. Um, very loud. There was kind of a show. They gathered gourds and stuff. They and they they paraded the mini and and this woman paraded the children around and then they banged on gourds. Yeah. This, well, they wouldn't even let us in, so we didn't even get it. Get <laughs> we did have breakfast. Day. Remember, we did the fam with our. That agents. was a second trip. That was a second trip, and again, the food wasn't very good, and there was none of that character interaction and okay. none of that going on. So it sounds like they're really yeah. improving. I got to say, really the character steps forward. Character interaction was great, and the food was fantastic. We saw a lot of you know you. You had mentioned a lot of locals will come and, and check it out. We saw the most um, during breakfast, during the character breakfast. There, there it is, a taste of Disney mm. over there, and they can come and see the characters. So that's when we saw the most. Well, one thing to remember, too. if Well, now you'll remember it, but characters aren't there every morning for breakfast. It's only on select mornings. So plan mm-hmm. accordingly when you do it. Don't. Right. We must have been there on a non-character yeah, morning. Right. Yeah. There was also a non-customer morning. <laughs> <laughs> we, I don't have the exact price, but it was high. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just, you know how they do like the dollar symbol? Yeah. Um, it was 33. <laughs> it was the three dollar symbols. <laughs> <laughs> that is expensive. <laughs> um, but I do remember it was, it was expensive. Did y'all, did y'all do dinner there too? No, uh, we didn't actually. I enjoyed dinner. Julie did not. Was that also a buffet? That was also a buffet. I mean, I don't remember that being offered when we were there. I, I enjoyed dinner because they had all these exotic, just different things that I would try. And they had a little bit of that at breakfast. We had like these really cool um, Hawaiian hamburgers with poached egg we and like sauce. Too, yeah. And, yeah, it was really. I good. remember when Dumplings. we were there. The only th- availability for dinner was ama ama. That was your only choice to eat. And speaking of the most beautiful restaurant I've ever been in, ama ama, yeah. overlooking the beach lagoon area um and you're in like these kind of the buildings are kind of like thatched uh huts almost yeah there's no real walls there's no windows it's all open it's a thatched roof and it's absolutely gorgeous again i'm gonna be you know broken record we had a meal there that was absolutely awful us too our dinner there was horrible lunch we had a good lunch but our dinner was the worst in what's I, supposed to be their signature restaurant right. yeah. but in following you guys it sounds like you guys had a fantastic meal there we were exhausted this was our first night there yeah um and so it was i remember, I just remember being so dark we were sitting yeah. almost in this corner from the photo on the other side actually of the fountain but um yeah i, I really enjoyed the food um it was very expensive yeah, we also had a very fish. different experience there were like 20 of us this was oh, as okay, a group yeah. and it was service just was terrible. service was terrible. was terrible the food was cold so yeah. it was it was not an, we, a good experience. We had dinner that first night, and then we also had brunch. I believe one of the last yeah. days, um, and that was good. I remember there were a couple service issues, um, but that was pretty rare, actually. Um, that was just at that one brunch. But then overall, the, the resort customer service was amazing. It like really the cast was. members were just fantastic. So you thought the meal at Amo was good? Our dinner there was fantastic. I did. I remember there was this weird Thai shrimp thing that that Craig got that came uh, in like this. Uh, I got bag. I got curry. 
curry yeah, yeah. so that she brought it out and then like cut the bag open and then this puff of smoke came up on his face and then they did this weird i don't know this presentation thing but yeah it was really good food i had a fish i can't remember what type good. but i'm really glad to hear that i actually am i'm glad to hear that it seems to be an improvement in the food overall because, because this was, was a huge concern for because us. it was our only choice we would get in the car and go someplace else for we dinner would. every night. Yeah. It just, there was no other option. Well, yeah. we did that too. We, we ordered we room service one time. And we got like, again, we got like tuna fish sandwiches and tomato soup, and it was $150. Right. So it was ridiculous. Well, it's, I have to say it's definitely improved. In fact, I had a chance to meet the chef, one of the chefs at uh, Ama Ama, and that's another one of our videos that's going up, and we get to make a tuna, uh, t- uh, tuna pokey. Tuna pokey. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And it's really good. I mean, he was cutting that fish up right there. It was fresh. It was really good. So you guys got to check that out. And then we were like wolves afterwards because there was this huge bowl of it. And I would not get away from it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course. I'm sure Pete did not eat any of that. No. no. He, no. Although, he, tried he did try it. And he said he liked yeah. it. Did he really? Yeah. 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 Wow, it's getting a little more adventurous. Um, I, uh, we also have the off-the-hook pool bar, which was right next door to uh, Ama Ama. That faces the pool, faces the beach. And that's where we spent a lot of time. Um, this is kind of like a sports bar. Sports I remember bar. watching some Saints games over there. Yeah, sports bar they have, but not lose. in your face sports bar. No, no, no. you have to yeah. look up appetizers for lunch. Really good stuff. It reminded me of uh, just a. It's just a really fantastic pool bar with really good appetizers and really great drinks. The, the theme, the theming is, is it's a. Um, it's like a in a fishing village where fishermen would come and talk about the. You know, that's the fishing nets right mm-hmm. there. You're showing the light the photo. fixtures are amazing up above. They have like these cool uh, sculptures of fishing nets. But, yeah. ooh, exciting! Yeah. <laughs> no, I think they're beautiful. Yeah, they are. I'm not, yeah. And of course, John, like you, were, or you guys were just talking about, uh, kind of going off base, going outside of Alani to do a few things. You know, we had a couple experiences. You know, uh, ac- right across the street, there's the Monkey Pod Restaurant and Bar, which is fantastic. That's uh, new. That wasn't there. Was, oh, wasn't complete. Oh my morning. gosh, that was that was awesome. We also got to do uh, some excursions. We did the uh, Kualoa Ranch movie set. Uh, tour where Lost has been filmed and and Mighty Joe Young and stuff like that. So there's a lot of uh, yeah. We cool. we walked across the street to Roy's. Roy's, Roy's yeah. was great. Oh, yeah. Um, if you want to say if you know if you have a DVC room, there's a little restaurant across the street that you can probably and a, a little store you can the go ABC pick up. ABC store is it? A, yeah, not ABC liquor. It's a, right. right. They, ABC they have different. everything, which ABC, wouldn't be a bad thing either. ABC stores in Oahu are like Walgreens in Orlando. There is one on every corner, and sometimes two. Before we go on talking more about that, uh, we do have kind of kind of like a wrap-up video that includes some of these things that we did at Alani and uh, outside on the rest of the island of Oahu. And uh, Craig has put together a video for us on that. So let me just take a take a look at that real quick. <laughs> Thanks, Craig, <laughs> and thank you, Sean, oh, for God. those wonderful interviews, which are also going to be part of our uh, all of our yeah, videos i can't wait I, you know what the funny part is it almost looks like oh just give it to sean sean will do it <laughs> sean go do that pet the turtle all right i'll, all right. I'll do it sean pet the turtle um yeah there's tons of stuff to do everyone always says that a lot they say i'm gonna be bored what can i do i mean oahu is beautiful and there is something for everybody it really is it's I, not a boring vacation at all. I want to make one correction uh, real fast. Somebody had mentioned that the quiet bar has been demolished during all the construction, so that's no longer there. What I, what's, what I have in my head is the quiet pool is no longer there, unless y'all saw it. No, I was actually going to ask you about that when you talked about yeah. it, because I have no recollection of okay, that. Then so that's, that, that makes sense then. Okay. There's also a lot of things to do that are 
quite accessible if you want to rent a car. Right. Pearl Harbor is 10 minutes, 15 minutes away. John and I uh, went to the North Shore, but we found that we really enjoyed going to Kailua. And I asked directions. I asked somebody in Alani how far Kailua was, and she kind of clutched her chest and went, that's very far. And I said, well, how far is it? It's an island. And she said, it's 20 miles away. So it was a 20 or 30 minute ride to the other side. I will side. say traffic is unbelievable, though. Well, yeah. once you get outside of... Actually, yeah. The, uh, in Waikiki, traffic was really bad, but we I'm just, just from in, our experience on the drive there and on the way back. But I say you drive through some of the most I, incredible right. scenery. Well, you Pete was did, really excited about taking a, a drive around the island. That's exactly what we did, and we saw some beautiful yeah. stuff. We've done the that with things. his mom, too. Yeah. Um, that there's that one highway that's always crowded. It reminds me of I-4. It's the interstate. What is it? Interstate H1. one. H1. H1. Yeah. yeah. And it's an interstate. And you think, well, where's that going? It's going <laughs> to the other state. Rent a convertible if you rent a car. Which we yeah. did. Yeah. But yeah. the four of us backed into a convertible. I know. I'm in the, and it I'm started raining yeah. halfway through. So we had, to, <laughs> we had a Jeep. I forgot who told me this, but they said it's rude to honk in Hawaii. Is it? I yeah. guess I, I don't have any. I they're very laid back and they're very yeah. sort of You definitely people. feel that. I know it's kind of corny to, to think that it just feels different, but like you definitely get a different feeling from Everybody's the people there. Everybody's just hanging loose. Yeah. yeah. Very relaxing and easygoing and just nice. Super nice people. Yeah. I mean, everybody is super nice there. Um, and especially if you t- are, are able to, like you said, rent a car or something, uh, take that time to explore the island. Uh, like we came across a, a, a little uh, town called Haleiwa, Hala Eva. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we got some shave ice, which you saw in that uh, video at Matsumoto Shave Ice. Um, and everybody's lining up because it's, you know, everybody loves this stuff. It, it, do do you they wanna... still have a car rental place at Alani? They, they do, do, but it's moved. It's... Okay. One of the things that we found was that there's a, a large parking fee per day to pay to park at Alani. Mm-hmm. And what we found is if you're not going to use your car every day, it was that actually worked out less expensive to rent a car for the day and return it for the day. That way you don't have the parking fee. You do have to go through the hassle of the rental process, but you don't have to pay to park. Especially if you don't think you're going to leave that often. Right. So we had a rental car for the entire trip, but we kind of was a little wasted just because we only left a couple times. Yeah. Um, so I would really think and plan accordingly to when you want to leave. A couple resort. of things, a piece of advice is that uh, car rentals in Hawaii are actually very reasonable because it is a you know it's a tourist place and there's a lot of people renting, so you can get a cheap vehicle. But again, parking is at a premium. Parking is not only expensive almost everywhere you go, but it costs to park. Right. So just something to keep in mind. The other thing you would do is if you think you're going to want a car rental, make sure you have a reservation. We found that once we got there, there, there were a lot of places that didn't have cars for rent that day. Right. I think the parking was uh, $35 a day, Oof. whether you valet or self-park. So valet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We found that as well. Okay, guys. Is there anything else we want to throw in there before we wrap up? I feel like we could talk for another hour. I, but yeah, we really could. <laughs> every, we every, we're hungry. Every <laughs> we're time hungry. we talk about Alani, it's the same thing. It's like we just don't have enough yeah. time. Yeah. Um, I think that, again, my big thing is this. It's not a Disney vacation. It's not a theme park. It's right. not running around every day. However, it's also not a Caribbean vacation. Yeah. It's not a laying on the beach every day. It's what you want to make of it. Yeah. So I think that's one of the things that surprised me. I expected Hawaii to be like the Caribbean and sort of that caribbean style and it wasn't at all it was yeah. all much different than what i expected 
And I, w- I would also recommend doing some planning and getting out, you know, choosing what you want to do. <coughs> if you do go around and drive around or want to see other things, like there were a couple of things I, I knew that I wanted to do. The Dole Plantation. Yeah. Um, I got some recommendations from, you know, Corey, you said the Poke Place. We didn't get to do that, but just go in with kind of a plan and then you can, it's easier to uh, go and hit that stuff when you do. Do go over. I think this is a must-see for any Disney fan. Mm, People yeah. say, oh, you know, should I go to Vero Beach or should I go to Hilton Head? I don't think those are must-sees. This is something, if you're a Disney fan, you should I go. I agree. And I'm, it's not necessarily convincing people to go to Hawaii. I think everybody wants to go to Hawaii. Yeah. It's, it's on everybody's bucket list. It's really if you, funny. If you haven't been, it wasn't on your bucket list? No. As a yeah. matter of fact, when John said, we have to go to Hawaii, I said, I don't want to go. <laughs> it just was never something I wanted to do. Yeah. And I was shocked by it. Yeah. Now, I can't wait to go back. Oh, and, I, and I'd like I to go see to go, the yeah. big island when we're there. Kind of, right. you know, I want to go see Maui, too. Yeah, plan some more stuff to do outside of the resort. And that's another point I just want to mention is we also learned that it was fairly easy to island hop. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, it's not – you kind of think, oh, these islands are huge and it's hard to get to. But you could just grab – it's like 40-minute flight. Just go across A to another island. A lot of people island. do that. They'll stay yeah. on one island and they'll island hop around. And they'll go to another island and stay overnight, experience what it has, and then go yeah. back. One of the pieces of advice I got was not to overdo that because then what happens is you spend a lot of your time moving. Yeah. Getting from one place to another. Yeah, take it. If you're going to do that, sort of limit the number of places you hop to because otherwise you're going to take your luggage with you and stuff all the time. And just moving from place to place eats up some of your precious time while you're there. But it's a good option if you want to see other places. Right. They're just suggesting that you don't take, you don't try and see all the islands in one trip. I definitely left with an appreciation, like I said before, of the Hawaiian culture. We just absorbed as much as we could. Um, I even found an artist that carves these. He carved this one. And we, you know, communicated through email, and he would uh, just send me the shapes, and it, it was just great. I mean, he would, you could just tell that he was passionate about what he, what he was doing, and I just, you know, I love it. I mean, I, I don't wear this shirt every day. I think I wore this for Halloween. I was Hawaiian, but, <laughs> but you know. You, yeah. I'll tell you what, I have the exact same appreciation for that, for that culture. It's, uh, it's like nothing here. Um, it's a whole different atmosphere. It I really is. One thing we also wanted to mention, um, the excursion we did while we were there was the Kualoa Ranch. Right. And I think we all walked away extremely disappointed by yeah. it. It wasn't what it was really, what it was advertised well, to us. Not the experience itself. However, it was advertised as an Adventures by Disney. So, okay. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. I think we should, uh, you know... It was a fun experience. We got to see a lot of cool Lost and stuff. It was and, exciting and, to be there for movies, yeah. like Jurassic Park and all that stuff. Just make sure you do your research on it yeah. you know, before you book yeah. and make sure that's something that you want to do. That was my point, really, with it. Like, We could have done a ton of things there. Um, just really, really plan ahead. You felt like you that want... was a waste of your time. You could have done something else. Um, I enjoyed seeing it just because we got to see one scene from Jurassic Park. And <laughs> yeah. Dustin and I... Geeked out a little bit. Yeah. Like, I thought I was close to crying, especially like the Godzilla foot that I saw. Like, growing up, I loved the Godzilla foot. I was just movie. excited for Mighty Joe Young with Charlize Theron. Yeah. So, like, as a movie fan, it was amazing. But then, you know, we could have also took the time to go to Pearl Harbor. Yeah. We could right. And honestly, the tour guide was a little goofy. Yeah. He was like telling all these funny stories, and I, yeah. funny is loose. I mean, they were kind of darky. So, yeah, with these excursions, you commit. Yeah, yeah. You're com- you can- yeah, you've committed for was, the time slot. Because you're on a bus. Yeah. <laughs> you're stuck. Cool. Is that something you could do on your own without doing the excursion? Um, I feel like it would take a little planning. Yeah. Um, it would be a little bit more difficult just to arrange everything, but I th- I think so. You just have to get your tickets separately. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, guys. Well, that that is going to do it uh, for our discussion on uh, Beyond the Parks and the Alani Disney Resort and Spa. Next week, we have our next Beyond the Parks uh, segment, and that is for the Disney Wonder and the Alaska Cruise. And so make sure you guys uh, check that out next week. Um, But we hope you enjoyed our show today, and we hope to see you next week. Have a great week, everybody. 